listening to Music Mythology. My name is Sam Romo, and let's talk about some music. Topics, Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Here she is. Yes, I love it. Well, you know, should I take these off? I kind of like them. Yeah, Yeah. I like them. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And my makeup is a little. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Just roll with it. (laughs) Roll with it. Yeah. Let it flow. Well, yeah. No, thank you for coming. Thank you. I've been very excited for this. (laughs) Thank you. I am too. Can I have this here? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Just, you know, don't try and slam it too hard. (laughs) Right. Oh, right. (laughs) But, um, yeah. um, Let's see. Let's pick up where you started. Uh, What's today's topic? Well, we can start yeah. with where your origins. My origins. Yes. Now you can talk about musically. I mean, as far as you want to go, do you want? Yeah. You know, but I like to leave it open ended because. Right on. <laughs> well, I'm Dana. <laughs> I'm Dana Harper. Um, my origins are, are. I was born and raised here, Dallas. Um, my family is from all over. My mom is from Chicago. My dad is from Florida. Um, and I come from a really incredible family, a crazy ass family, but an incredible family. But um, it's funny because people always ask me, like, who who else in your family is like a musician or mm. who does music? You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and my siblings are all actually really talented and like can sing really well. Um, and my parents are just like, you know, they love music. So that's kind of the thing. It was never really like my, like my mom didn't sing in church. My dad Mm. didn't, you know, my dad wasn't a musician. Um, so it really just came down to like the fact that my parents were just, they really love music and still do. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, where, where my, I guess my love for music first started yeah. right before I even knew that I had a voice um, in this capacity. We just, you know, everything was centered around music. We, I went to concerts as at a very young age. Like I started, you know, listening to music and and at a very young concert? age. <sighs> Man, I don't. My first concert. Or what's the first one you can remember? The first one I can remember. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. Go um, for it. <laughs> I think it was either Spice Girls or Lil Bow Wow. Hey. <laughs> I mean, like that I can remember because it was for my birthday, Lil Bow Wow. It was for my birthday. Nice. And I um, went to build a bear. My mom let me go to build a bear, and I made a bear. And you could like record your voice oh, right. in and the, the in the thing, thing. and yeah. put it inside. Yeah. <laughs> and I like put my home phone number. I like recorded my voice and was like, you know, <laughs> if you can call me, here's my number. It was like the house number. Um, but that's like the first the first concert that I actually remember. Um, but you know, uh, uh, outside of that, sure. music. I grew up in church, um, mm. but also didn't really start. I didn't sing in church until I was older. Okay. Um, so I, we went to Friendship Baptist Church in the colony. Hmm. Um, it was a small little, like when I first started going there, the church was literally probably like the size of this space that we're in. Okay. Um, wow. And it grew and grew and grew. But um, 
and my, my mom was in the choir, but it still just wasn't, there was really no like push, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Um, like, it's kind of the same with my dad. Like my dad was the preacher at the church okay. and he ran sound, Oh wow! but he, he loved music. So uh-huh. he, he never, he, he would sing with things, but never loudly. Cause right, he was right. just trying not to do that. Cause he's not the singer. Right. Right. But my God, he was just the biggest like music nerd. And yeah. Like, just, uh, he might not even know it, but if you played it for him, he was just ready to appreciate it. Like uh-huh. right off the bat. Uh-huh. He's like, oh wow. You know, it's music. Yeah. But my mom was a musician. Okay. She, she led oh, worship and, and all that stuff. Oh, that's dope. So okay. I, sometimes I had the, the book ended like intimidation factor where I'm like, well, dad like doesn't do that. So uh-huh. like, I don't have to like push Pursue that way, that. I guess. To yeah. Be happy. Uh-huh. But then my mom was over here singing, playing guitar, leaving right. everybody. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> I was like, dang. I don't know. But I didn't try to be a musician until like I was in my late teens. Even. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, like what you said, your parents were both pastors. Mm-hmm. What, um, what is your background? Like with church or yeah, well, denomination, I guess. Yeah, I guess you'd call us like Assemblies of God was okay. the church we grew up at. Uh-huh. Uh, and now we're all kind of in different areas. But okay. uh, we we were at that church in, up until I, in my, I was a teenager, like 13 or 14. Okay. Um, so I grew up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I in fact, my talking about my dad running sound, I, I, I ran sound. I, I haven't done it in a couple of years. I've done it on and off for different churches and stuff. And uh-huh. when I was younger, I used to do it in all sorts of different churches. But uh-huh. uh, I had been running sound since I was six. Just oh, because wow. He was like, he saw that I was... One, I, I just really honor my parents. I just really respect them. So yeah. like when my when I see either of them working on something, I would always be interested, but sometimes intimidated. Mm-hmm. Um, like with the guitar, watching my mom practice and listening to her practice and then watching her perform. It was just such a social feat to me that was just like, ah, ah, How ah, did ah. she do that? <laughs> yeah. So much. And then becoming an adult, she'd re- relate to me that, you know, that she, that was her doing service for the church and, uh-huh. it, and she was filled with anxiety. She uh-huh. was like, but it was worth it. Like, yeah. you know, and equating it to, uh, uh, that craft and that work was worthwhile because of that. Mm-hmm. And not just like, just only leaning on your emotions and be like, well, I don't want to do it because right. I don't feel that way. Uh, so that taught me something. But no, my dad, I guess, kind of leaned into me being um, a tinkerer and, and wanting to understand how things worked. Got it. Um, and I guess since it was a little more unsocial <laughs> since you're way in the back in the mm-hmm. dark, mm-hmm. then it was probably a little easier for me to warm up to it since I was learning in private rather than right. like, you learn, you execute, and you either do it or you don't. Right, you know? right. There's a little more forgiveness in the soundboard. You yeah, know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it started when I was six. Cool. Um, and then obviously, I don't think I was the best sound man. <laughs> sure, at six. Right, <laughs> right off the bat. Can but uh, it, it worked its way up. But at cool. that church, I mean, uh, I realized in hindsight how much of a community that really was. I mean, obviously it's a community, but like yeah. how how much of a dynamic it was at play mm-hmm. and who I am today. Mm-hmm. Seeing, you know, uh, my cousin play the drums or seeing a family friend's be be in the choir, be the bass man, be right, whatever. Right, right, right. We were playing all parts. And, uh-huh. and uh, now I, I just reflect on that with such beauty and wonder. But uh that's definitely why I love music so much. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. I I feel that. I um I went to church. We went to um Shanice actually and I used to sing in the youth choir, youth nice. whatever it was, um, together. Um but I started I think it not think, I know. I was ten when I first like was like, Oh, I this is like a thing, you know, like this is a thing. And it, and it started to click. And it was also like, this is something that you can like pursue. Right. You know, like when you're growing up and you see people on television or you hear people on the radio, like 
for me until about that age of like 10 or 11, I never was like, oh, this is, I want to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I want to be on the radio one day or I want to be, you know, that. Like that, it's a real option. Yeah, yeah. Like it didn't really, you know, it didn't really seem like that. Um, but then I was, I remember I was walking through the halls and, you know, when you're a kid, like you just are in an elective, you have to play, sure. uh, have to be in band or orchestra or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think I was in the band and I was walking down the hall and the choir teacher, Ryan Fisher, um, he heard me singing. I was mm. just humming, you know, and mm. he was like, what, what are you, where are you going? I was like, I'm just going to the restroom, but I'm, and I'm in the band. And he was like, nah. So he literally like walked me back to the band and was like, I'm going to take her to choir because she's now, leaving. she doesn't need to be, you know, she doesn't need to play the flute. Um, and so that was kind of like Ryan, who is still a, a, a like big part of my life and a good friend of mine. Um, mm. He kind of like took me, under his wing and like started to to you know mold me into what I am now mm. um so I I was in he but it was also I have to tell people this all the time too I didn't I didn't I didn't have the traditional church singing grow up background situation mm. I was more on like a choral like classical trained uh, um okay. that's kind of where my my background is so oh, I was shit. like you know, reading music and all of these things, like at a very young age. Mm. Um, and then in high school, I did um, like Allstate. I was in the Allstate choir and did like competition choir and all that. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, different than some other people's upbringing, sure, um, yeah. which which also used to make me kind of insecure and in, in different settings, especially in Dallas, mm. um, because, you know, there's a lot of like, crazy church, you know, people that who grew up in church and have like these amazing voices and all of these tricks and these things that I sure. didn't necessarily, they weren't like in me, you know what right. I mean? I had to like go and study it and, yeah. and make that make sense. Whereas like there's some, you could go to a church right now and there's like a four or five year old that can literally like sing like Kim Burrell, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And it's like, what, but it's literally just in them, you know, and I didn't have that. So yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, now I've, I've trained myself and I've studied all of these people. So it, mm. you know, it comes to me now, but yeah, my, my background was really just listening to a lot of music and people mm. would always be like, Oh, you, you, you know, you, you can sing, you know, and I had a deep voice. I've always had a deep voice. Mm. Um, and so my, my family used to call me Barry White, like as a little, <laughs> like when I was young, young, they used to call me oh, Barry White wrong. all the time. I know. Right. And now, I mean, I, I get it. But yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, we, we had a lot of music in, in the house and, and, um, like all home videos that you watch, it's literally just like my siblings and I dancing and singing around. And now I'm like, Oh, okay. So that was what I always was going to mm. do. You know, I just didn't, I didn't. Isn't that interesting know. when you see like old, old videos yeah and you can see your personality right it's like, like that's i didn't have personality back person. then right. like, oh my god that's the same person like yeah. 25 you know yeah. 26 years later it's it's very <laughs> crazy yeah but that's i mean that's you know the the short of my my music um yeah where yeah. when did you start to I mean, it sounds like you were gearing up to take it on as a profession, but mm -hmm. when did you start like practicing it like outside of schooling and stuff like that? Um, I, 
I, from the time I was 10 until right now, like it never, it mm. hasn't stopped. Um, so I, like I said, I was in choir, I did all the competitions and then I went to college um, at Pace University for musical theater. Mm, okay. So when I was in middle school, I kind of like, theater was the world of musical theater was opened up to me mm. um, I did my first musical when I was I think in the fifth grade we did Annie nice. and I was Miss Hannigan oh. and I used to have like horrible horrible stage fright like to the point where I you know like the sweaty palms and I would get like sick to my stomach yeah, me too. and yeah. right and, and, and I, in theater, I, like, I I for that show specifically Ryan Fisher was the, the director mm. and I never would sing my songs during rehearsal. Mm. I like will never forget this. I never would sing my songs because I would get so nervous, especially in front of my peers. Mm. I didn't want to sing in front of my classmates. Yeah. So he let me go the whole time without ever singing any of the songs. I, you know, because we would work on them, you know, in private. Sure, and yeah. so I just the night of the show, like I performed without ever rehearsing and wow. everybody was like, what, like, how does that work? But yeah, I mean, I, I used to get like really bad, really, really bad stage fright. Um, but you know, over time it just kind of moved around, but I still get like pretty nervous before, sure. you know, like right yeah. before you get those like little oh, pre-show. Yeah. I feel like at this point, if you don't, then it's kind of, it's you, not, yeah, it's okay? not even nerves anymore. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like an excitement and yeah, anxiety. Yeah. And when you're young, you don't know how to like hone or direct that, you yeah. know, to, to use it. You just yeah. are scared shitless. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're just as, only on ego. And exactly. You're not sorting your emo emotions at all. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly are your that. You That's are it. your emotion. <laughs> like, I'm just scared and I need to use the restroom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, as you, as you get older, you learn how to like investigate what you're feeling and like communicate with that that feeling yeah. you know yeah, what i mean and use it yeah, yeah yeah so that i mean that also i i think that being in musical theater helped with my nerves a lot because yeah. there is like um there's an escape right as opposed to like if you are mm -hmm. performing if I'm performing as Dana, like right. I'm performing as Dana. But this but, time you're acting yeah, as so right. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that that was very mm. helpful in kind of like getting out of yeah. your head because it's, you know, you're a totally you're different a person. Exactly, you're Just, building a character. Yeah. You have to connect to that character so that everybody who's watching is not like, I'm watching Annie or whatever, and that's Dana on stage. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's the beautiful thing about um, about artists that, can tell a story is a lot of times you can forget who this person is because right. they're, you know, giving you, taking you to another place. You yeah. know what I mean? They're, they're setting up this scene for you so well that you, you know, you, you go with them wherever they're, you know, yeah, wherever they're, such they're a good storyteller that their persona might not even be real. Exactly. And they're using that to channel the, the notions of exactly. the thoughts that they really want to express. But, uh, uh, David Jones doesn't express that. David right. Bowie expresses that. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. It's, it's an easier way to channel that. Yeah. I mean, I can relate. I mean, it, it just makes sense. Yeah. Because, I don't know, because you're not, it's not you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And as long as it's not the immediate, then it's a little easier right. to roll with. Because that's him. That's the other guy. Right. That's another, yeah. Like, <laughs> and it, that has gotten a lot of people in trouble, hasn't it, mm -hmm. over the years that, like, Maybe the going connection and the separation. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. the like that is that person, but is it that person because <laughs> it, you know what I mean? This right. well, that's a character. So where like right. where is the line? You know yeah. what I mean? I think that even now with, you know, a lot of like this 
Kanye controversy. Like, mm. I feel like a lot of people are like, well, Kanye is, you know, he's, this is an act, you know, like he's doing this for, yeah. for us to talk about it, right. for us to, Literally. you know, listen and, to his music and see what he's going to do hey, next. When you're and, talking about him too, the, the Kardashian family has also evolved that notion to something that's totally different. Absolutely. Of like mastering, taking some uh, controversial thing and, and, and letting it leak or, or announcing it or yeah. being at the front mm. of it. The Capitalizing day, on it. Yeah, the <laughs> day before they release uh, a new announcement or the new yeah. EP or the yeah. new single or Yeah, it's always a drop, yeah. yeah. And it's always like the, the hype roller coaster that mm -hmm. gets you right at the top and yeah. then they take your picture and like, now you're going to buy the album because yeah. you're, you're on the ride now. You can't get off. You're exactly. on the top of the roller coaster. Yeah, and so it makes you wonder like what what is real what is you know like right where where is the line right and so i think that with like in the dallas music scene it's harder for us to have like these separate personas sure. you know what i mean like it's like we just present as ourselves you know what i mean like i'm mm -hmm. just i'm dana and when i perform this is you know this is dana whereas like once you get to a certain level or like a certain place you have a little bit more like liberty and you, sure. you know people are more accepting of that right but then you watch the kanye documentary and <laughs> he's been that way for forever you know mm -hmm. what i mean like I, I i don't think he's acting i think that's really who he is i think that that's the you know the way that his brain is wired is just the way that it's wired and that's who he is you know what yeah. i mean and, and people can't make sense of that so then in order to make sense of it they have to create their own story about what it is you sure. know what i mean so that's that's just my little two cents about well and then there's also the, <laughs> the let me add one more layer then they, there's the awareness that they know that they think they might be crazy so Correct. they play up a little Correct. crazy and they're like yeah. well I'm fine but yeah. I'm gonna play into that yeah. like, and then everyone's confused mm -hmm. even he is you know, yeah like, <laughs> yeah I mean shit you know everyone's confused but no but that's that's I don't know that, that's always an interesting characteristic of an artist to mm -hmm. channel a different persona right. to get out something that's really them mm -hmm. but then you find the in between yeah because I mean I did the same thing when I was because I I was in theater, but okay. I, I hated just being again. I, the, the the ultra social aspect of it just freaked me out. And right, so I right, like, right. I love the the idea of the play. I love the words. I uh -huh. love what I'm saying. Our interactions. The the play itself is beautiful. Right, right, but right. Just don't put me on there. Right. So I would do a lot of radio shows, or I would okay. do a lot of the narrating and and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Just because I could stay in the dark. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, okay. So that's your. You don't like to be. No, I mean, I'm, I'm better at it now. You are now, yeah. Yeah, I, I just went, I have a lot of regrets about, like, I mean, everybody can say this about, like, I hate, you know, who I was 10 years ago. But, sure. like, man, me in school, I hated me. Okay. Like, I just, I just could have done a little, uh, so much more, you know, pushed so yeah. much harder, you know. Oh, yeah, I can and, relate to that for sure. I yeah. dropped out of college. Mm. And, I, I mean, I lived in New York City, and I told my sister the other day, like, I feel like i I don't have any regrets, right? Because life happens how it's supposed to happen. Sure. I really believe that, you know, everything, every part of our journey is exactly what it is, you know, what it mm. was supposed to be. But if I did have a regret or some regrets, it would be that I didn't stay in New York and really try to, like, see what would happen. Mm. So, like, I left school, but then I still was studying music and and had a vocal coach and an acting coach and I would go take dance classes. Um, but I didn't, you know, I, I didn't stay and, and complete my four years. Mm. Um, and, you know, life happened and all of these amazing other things happened that maybe if I stayed wouldn't have happened. Right. Sure. But I think that, like you said, you could have pushed yourself more. You could have like, you know, really dug in. Yeah. And, and I feel that way 
Um, or just now I realized like what we were just talking about that a lot of it was just ego or a lot of it was just mm -hmm. like immediate emotions. Mm -hmm. And now as a practiced, like mature person, like now I see emotion is a compass and it's not a GPS. Right. <laughs> it's going to yeah. give you a general direction. It's yeah. not going to tell you what everything is. Sure. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I talk, yeah. talk all day about that. No, <laughs> yeah. That's a, like a, that's a different conversation. I mean, it, it is this conversation, but it's a different <laughs> conversation. But I mean, even to that, like I was thinking on the way over here about, how just recently I have uh, gotten comfortable with silencing my ego as it as it pertains to me mm. um, being an artist, right? Because it's it's one thing to have this like God given talent, like I you know I, I can sing, like that's not you, you know at this point I'm very comfortable saying that, like yes yeah. I can sing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But to be able to sustain this, um, like the, the love and the fire for it, there has to be more than just like the talent, you know, there right. has to be motivation. motivation and there has to be like constant work in order to, to keep that going way past like, Oh, you're such a great singer, you know? So yeah. I, I feel like recently I have, um, I can face my ego and, and that has allowed me to, push myself mm. as an artist and it's allowed me to like not be scared to do things that are are you know maybe not the best or maybe you know like you just have to try and try and try you yeah. know as opposed to like this practice makes perfect but pra perfect is boring you mm -hmm. know what I mean like there's mm -hmm. no or eventually you feel like practice starts to turn into the definition of insanity exactly you're, you're supposed to do the same thing over and over again expect something expect different, something different. I'm yeah not getting anything different yeah so it really is just insanity <laughs> yeah absolutely so it's you know it's like i i have just recently like i i have opened myself up to not being perfect like i mm. i had a, a thing for a long time i never wanted to i never wanted my voice to crack right mm. like when i'm singing sure. so instead of like trying things or like when I feel something and I'm singing a song or I'm writing whatever it just always had to be perfect you mm, know what I mean and yeah. I told someone the other day like I would so much rather watch somebody perform and they mess up mm. you know but you feel something as opposed to someone who stands in front of a microphone and sings these perfect notes and this perfect melody and there's oops sorry. you know there's never any like feeling it's just perfect right, right. but there's that's just it. You know, you leave, you go, yeah. you pay a hundred dollars to see so-and-so perform and they stand there at the microphone and just sing and sing and sing. And you're like, Oh, that was nice. You know, as yeah. opposed to the Tina Turner's or the, you know, the people who are literally like sweating their hair out and makeup <laughs> is dripping and their clothes are torn and they're, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's, that's, yeah. that's where the art comes in. That's where like the creative mm. comes in. Cause you're opening yourself up to, allow something to take over you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, a spirit. Like music is, is I believe it's a spirit, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's bigger than just, I can sing, you know, right. that's, that's, it's well, way it's bigger like, than that. To me, it's like the, the technicality of learning like music theory or how mm -hmm. to sing. It's like learning the alphabet, uh -huh. but, but putting the soul, your soul into it 
and and making it come to life, mm-hmm. that's making a sentence. Right. Absolutely. Letters, yeah. Like, what know? words are you going to use now? Right. Now you know all these letters. Yeah. What, like you can clever words. Yeah. But how like it, how are you going to make it yours? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Because like I remember I, I had a, a a friend that she was a writer and mm-hmm. would always have this concept of like, has the sentence already been written? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like maybe, maybe not in the context that you're specifying it to Correct. or pairing it to or whatever. Correct. It's like, and it, but it might have been. I was like, but you have to accept that it might have been. Right. And then you roll with it, accepting that you're 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 putting a different spin on it. And if you didn't, then adjust next time. There's right. just nothing else, mm-hmm. you know. And so, even oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh no, I, I was just gonna say it's the same thing with this. Like, yeah. I'm having a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, it's like. I, it's my responsibility if I feel like I've had this before to finesse it into something different. Correct. Correct. And that, that's what makes the soulful person emerge mm-hmm. is the awareness and the craving for new and mm-hmm. for progress. And, uh, well, I already did that. Or, right. or let's do that with a little more umph next time. Yeah. It's, just, it's never just we, we hit these numbers, we did the right, right thing, and right. I'm good. There's, there's all, almost for those people, it always feels like there's something missing. Mm-hmm, and that's why mm-hmm. they push themselves so hard, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's also like, has this sentence been written before? But yeah, sure, like you said, maybe it has. Sure. But n- it's never been said from your mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. you've never said it with your tone and your, you know. Yeah, your cadence. Your, your, your cadence, your, like yeah. you said, the context, like where where you got that sentence. You and I could say the same exact thing. Yeah coming from totally different perspectives, yeah. right? Or and I can put an accent on it and that tells a story to someone that also has the same culture. You know, it just like, it's different. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's the I mean, one of the many beautiful things about, you know, music is is that like it is a language in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that like the the way that we can all connect and and at the end of everything, like the world could be going to shit, right? But we all have that like that common thread you know so that's the that's what i love about it that's that's my i I relate music to new york new york city is like my favorite place in the world i've been all around the world and people are like why do you love new york so much i'm like because it's a melting pot Mm. and you can you know walk out of the door of a building and turn this way and have this experience and turn this way and have this experience yeah. and walk straight and both of those things come together mm. you know what i mean and that that's the same thing with music you know like there is never it's never going to run out like there's yeah. never going to be an end to it you know what i mean cuz yeah. we're constantly we're like you can go outside right now and there's a whole song happening you know what i mean right. and people yeah. have literally done that put that you know there was a, a who did that movie? Somebody did a movie where they literally like recorded their whole album outside and like you know got all these sounds from all over oh. the place and that was I can't I think it was like Kira Knightley or something like somebody random but you know it it just never ends that's the that's that's what keeps me going you know during COVID I was um, I like admittedly lost a lot of my motivation and like inspiration as, you know, a lot of people I know did. Sure. Um, and I, I I wasn't singing for one because there wasn't, you know, anywhere for me to sing, but yeah. I wasn't singing and I wasn't really writing or creating anything. And I was like sick, you know, I felt mm. really like, and I, I attributed that to like so many other things and now that life is happening again in this like big grand beautiful way i'm like oh 
that was the missing piece for me, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that's the first time in my whole life since I was 10 years old that I didn't have that I wasn't doing music. You know what I mean? So right. I never knew that that is what that felt like because I've always yeah. been doing it. But losing it and then now having this like opportunity to kind of like present myself again and like get my voice, you know, back out into the world, into the ethers. I'm like so excited because I yeah. can, you know, share so much and I have, you know, a lot to to talk about and a lot of experiences that just in the past few years that have, you know, come up that are shaping the music that I'm creating right now. And, mm. and, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited about this, this stage and what I have going on and, and the music that I'm creating and the, the, you know, the story that I'm telling at this point in my life. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. And, and Hey, you know, where we first met in person at Ferndware, I mean, yeah. y'all killed it. I mean, uh, it, thank it, was, you. it was phenomenal. Was and, uh, yeah, I mean, you're stellar. I mean, you're, you're, you're the band that was backing you up was great. Yeah. Love your rhythm section, man. Thank ja- you. Jackie I know Jackie's, are, Jackie and KJ, those are my guys. <laughs> yeah. I've known, I've known Jackie for a long time. Mm. Jackie and my younger sister went to uh, Booker T together. Mm. So I've known Jackie for years. Um, and you know, KJ and I, we, I mean, those guys are like my, they're like family, you know? Mm. And I was just talking last night actually about how once you find that, like that thing, you know, and it feels really good. And there's like this unspoken communication between you and the rest of the people that you're creating with. Mm. It's just like, it, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. feels so good. You, So I'm like, ah, yeah, everyone's I don't. Everyone's dialed in. Yeah, Everyone yeah. Everyone has this, like, loyalty to the idea. And yes, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it, it makes it really special. And it makes it easier to create. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you don't, you, you, you have the freedom to, like, go over here and know that they're like, okay, well, let's go over there. Yeah, you you have, know what I mean? You have, you have bumpers now. Yeah. You have people that will you know, keep you, the, when you start to veer off and think you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. or, or you think it's too much, you're too, or you're too certain about something. Right. Right. I mean, that, that's, what's great about having a healthy team and yeah. a healthy communication in that. Team. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're dope people. Um, Rachel is awesome. Guitar player. Yeah. She's still, yeah, yeah. she's really cool. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like I have a really, really tight situation as far as just like what I, I, you know, I want to to express and it's like a combination of soul and like little 90s pop R&B thing that like that's you know I'm I was born in 1990 so that's kind of the music that that raised me you yeah. know what I mean Janet Jackson and and um Michael Jackson is my favorite artist of of all time but mm. um Roberta Flack and and um Anita Baker, I don't know why I said, yeah, you know, like those are, that's, that's what I was listening to at three and four and five years old, Mm. you know what I mean? So that's a lot of the, the inspiration that comes without even thinking about it, you know, it's just kind of in me. That's where I naturally kind of like go when I'm writing the way that I tell stories, the things that I write about, I write about a, a lot about love, um, because I've experienced a lot of love, but also that's just kind of the music that I connect with, mm. you know, and, and have have listened to the most. So, yeah, I am. Um, I'm really excited about this project that I have have coming up. It's going to be 
it's going to be pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. So what keeps yeah. you, what keeps you motivated? Ah, man, what keeps me motivated? Or who, who inspires, you know, is hmm. there anybody you check in on and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, my right now, my niece, Savannah, mm. she is, um, she's eight years old and she really, really like, I see myself so much in her. Like mm. I, you know, she likes to sing and, and likes to dance and do all these things. And now she's like in theater, like she does musical theater. Nice. And, um, she she like really looks up to me and i've i've never experienced a younger person in that way look up to mm. me and like want to do the exact same thing mm. that i do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like I've, I've i've had you know peers or people be like oh man i you know i i appreciate your your art or your work but like to have her uh like ask me questions and like ask me for help and me be able to really like give her yeah, knowledge like you know what i mean like yeah. resourceful yeah like i know what i'm talking about and i yeah. can like really impart like really important things into her life um and so that that she definitely motivates me i don't have any kids of my own so she's like you know the closest thing that i have to to a child and um i am i am my own inspiration right now um and i'm not a not ashamed to say that I, I see myself in a different way mm. um, than I have in the past, in the past few years. Um, and so I am inspired by myself because I have had many times where I could have been like, oh, well, this is not going to happen. You know what I mean? Sure, like yeah. on the like I told a friend the other day, like we are we past the point where we we've given up like trying to be Beyonce you know what I mean mm. like there's this like you know you go through the like stages of what you think is going to happen and what you think your life looks like in in yeah, this career terms, yeah. yeah so I've come to terms with the fact that it like it doesn't have anything to do with that for me like it's sure. about creating um something that's going to be here you know when when I'm not here anymore something that people will still be able to connect with and not necessarily um, it, that Beyonce idea. I say Beyonce, but like the superstar thing. You know what right, I mean? Like yeah, there's so yeah. many more places and spaces that need to be um, touched and and that need to be that people need to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I am more interested now in like my community and mm. and who you know. At, at Booker T, you know what I mean? Like, who can I go and, and chat with over there and, and mentor, you know, in that space yeah. or, or, you know, wherever it is. Like, I, I think that we get so caught up in like this stardom, this idea of like being a star yeah. that we forget to like be right where we are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we're like chasing this idea of what we, we want our life to look like and like I mean of course I want to be able to like provide for myself and be financially stable and, and do all of these sure. things like and I have been so at this point like I, I feel you know obviously I want more but I am able to to do music full time you yeah. know and and take care of myself and 
and um, continue to do that. You know what I mean? So um, that's inspiration enough for me, you know, and motivation enough for me because I'm I'm doing exactly what I want to do, yeah. which is is create music and be an artist and, and share my voice and share my my experience with people um, and hope that somebody, you know, can relate. You know, there yeah. were how many people at Friendware that night? And if one person, a Blue Jay just flew by. I love birds. I have a song called Blue Jay. <laughs> I just saw a Blue Jay fly by. Um, but, you know, if I if I had one person that came up to me and said, man, like, I, you know, I really appreciate what you did. And, and I have, I connected with this song for whatever reason, or I connected with that, or this thing that you said, like, yeah that's really fulfilling, you know, and that's extremely motivating for well, me. Here's one, one a- Afro blue is one of my favorite I songs. So when you open it. with that, I was like, Oh, okay, I love it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, uh, your, your song, the daydream mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. that will not get out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a good thing. I actually, that song I co-wrote with, um, someone who was in my life a while ago. Um, and they are, they are a, a, a great artist and musician. And, and um, so, yeah, that song is, is very special. And, you know, even that like connection between that song and then we know where that song comes from. Mm. You know what I mean? That's Aretha Franklin, like that, that is timeless, you know, so much to the, to the point that, I wanted to do it again. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. she did that and that song is perfect, but it was so great that it's like, how do we continue that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what I mean when I say like, it's about like the continuation and like what you can leave behind. Like she did that and that song came out when, you know, and then yeah. now my song has, you know, meshed its way into her song. And so then now like in 50, 60 years, once I released that song and it, you know, tops all the charts and all of that shit, then like, you know, who knows who can, you know, attach themselves to daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. Don't know why you'll make me a boo. Hey, baby. And then somebody can take that and do something with that. You know what I mean? And I I just think that that's the, that's a beautiful thing about, about creating and, and allowing music and words and melodies to, to, overtake you Mm. you know and and just become the music become the music yeah yeah it's it's um it's a fun life it's a really it is it really is like it's a it's a a fun thing to be able to do you know i'm i'm very i feel very fortunate and blessed that this is what i get to you know how i get to exist in this realm and this you know what we're experiencing right now um you know because i don't know what i'm gonna come back as Mm. you know after i'm out of here one thing i i I say kind of frequently in this age is it's a beautiful thing to actually be seen Mm -hmm. like to be seen Mm -hmm. for who you are yeah that's someone brings up an artist or an album or a passion of yours that only you thought you saw that corner of the earth, you know, right. like, oh, well, if you know that, then you know me. Like, right, whoa. absolutely. Or to be an expressive person, to be a, an artist with intention and to go out there, create and execute and then to, you know, be applauded just to be seen, just, yeah. to, just to do it. I mean, yeah. that's, 
it's just so fulfilling. And like, yeah, like nowadays with so much digital escape and so mm -hmm. many lenses you can see life through mm -hmm. to see an actual performance or to be the performer and to express your, you know, message, you right. know, and to it to be heard and received well. I mean, yeah. that's just, I don't know. I mean, everybody talks about that high, like that, that performing that you, you get or you mm -hmm. just like, I could stay up, you know, it's like however, whatever time it is in the morning, I could stay up another half day. Yeah. Like I, st I still keep going. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. It just, it's yeah. Just, there's something about it that just really jolts you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it's addicting. It really is. You know, like once you are in it, even with the Fernware um, show, like mm. it took a few days for me to like really come down you know what i mean yeah, it's like yeah. a real high like you really feel yeah. like you know i couldn't i got home and literally laid in the bed for like two hours and was just like you know wired beating, i didn't yeah, yeah like it did <laughs> but that i mean that that's a real a real feeling well, and it's, it's almost it's, like we're biologically like built to like you know like it's because like, like i know i'm made this way where like if i put work into something and then someone totally disregards it or like doesn't do it then like i feel so deflated because uh -huh. it's just part of me it's like well what was the whole point of doing all that work? right right but then when you can put in a lot of work mm -hmm. and a lot of work in private too and then to showcase it in public uh -huh. with like a one chance type of opportunity to leave an impact uh-huh and then it really does play like, yeah it's just like, I don't know, it just like, just Ooh, it's like, energy, yeah. like up yeah. and down, like yeah. your body, like yeah. no, no caffeine can ever, you know, yeah. match. Yeah. <laughs> no espresso martini could yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely what it is. It is like the, the, um, to be seen, you said it earlier, like mm. that's the, the perfect way to put it. Like, you know, to have your, your time and effort and energy be acknowledged yeah. Um, and not only acknowledged, but like validated, validated, yeah. like that, you know, as, as much as we like to say, like, you know, I don't, I don't need validation or like, yeah, you do. It, yeah, yeah, you know, we, does. yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. And I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? I think it, it, in, in a healthy way, it's, it's right. a healthy thing, you know, because it's it, the other way when you're like too hung up on getting the validation like all the time mm -hmm. you, know, you just find a healthy medium right yeah <laughs> balance yeah it's like all you know but that's but that's what you need because you need to be inspired because no one because we're momentum machines we have right. to have something that puts that weight on the front that keeps us spinning and mm -hmm. if we don't replace that then like we'll run out of momentum absolutely like just, that's how we are like, yeah and and because i mean just in, in the stake of like survival it's like mm -hmm. if we only go out and hunt if we don't have food so it's like right. if you if you're not hungry in some sense, then you're never mm -hmm. going to go for it. And mm -hmm. if someone's not out there convincing you of a new type of hunger, then why are you going to push yourself? Exactly. And that's why being like a music like nerd is like a never ending cycle. Cause uh -huh. you just go down the rabbit holes mm -hmm. of like, Oh, well I love West Montgomery. You're like, well, you, do you know who he got his, where his foundations are? Right. Or yeah. like, Oh, if you love West, you know, from back in the sixties, like, well, have you ever seen, you know, uh, uh George Benson stuff. And it's right. like, oh, well, of course I know some of this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but did you listen to this album from the eighties? Like, right. oh no, because there's so much. <laughs> it never ended. It literally <laughs> yeah. never ends. And, yeah. And it's just it's always just great to find that new avenue of mm -hmm. influence. And then like what you're talking about, building a community around you mm -hmm. that also fosters and just really hones in that idea. Yeah. A little bit better every day. Every yeah. single day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's one beautiful thing about having this like hyper social society that we have right now with mm -hmm. technology that, mm -hmm. that like, yeah, I can get on Instagram and I within 30 seconds, I could be inspired like 10 different ways. Yeah. It's really kind of just yeah. figuring out which artist 
I'm gonna like focus in on right, like, all right, right, yeah, you know what today? Yeah, today I'm gonna go with this. <laughs> but it's deep dive into beautiful. it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I have a, a love hate relationship with social media and Me and technology and all the things. Um, but you know it. It allowed for me to be able to, I mean, not social media specifically, but, mm. you know, being very um, in everyone's face and right. being on a national television show, you know, allowed for me to be able to do music full time, you know, just yeah. from that little, you know, I don't have to, it doesn't, I say I'm on The Voice and people were like, I, I say I was on The Voice and people yeah. are like, oh, you know, that's just, right. it's like a business card. You right. know what I mean? Which yeah. where if if that show or it's like you have like some little like gold certification. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, it's I mean it doesn't <laughs> shit like it. That's it. You know what I mean? That's all I can say is like I was on the Voice, and then now I still have to like be a professional, and I still have to right. you know present and 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 up. give you something yeah, that yeah. is worth you know your your time and your money. Yeah, but you know that did allow for me to be able to to do music full time mm. and and like really have undevoted time and energy putting put into music yeah. you know what i mean where i i, I didn't have to have a part-time job or a, a you know this i was just doing music on the side right. you know i was i was really able to like really get into it mm. and 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 find my voice and and create you know create something that I wasn't able to do to yeah. do before. Can you uh, speak about that experience? What, yeah. Well, what I guess one, what made you kind of like take that route? Uh huh. Um, to be honest, it was like, uh, oh, let you know, like, let's see what happens. let's see what happens. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It, it really was that. Um, I I don't really have a problem being told no because sure. with doing musical theater like you know everything's about an audition so right. i've been auditioning and presenting like hey this is my voice do you like it yeah. you know as since i was probably 12 12 13 years old mm. um so it, i never was like afraid of the of being told no so yeah. i was like what you know what's the worst that could happen um i auditioned for the show four times before i even mm got you know actually got a, a chance to go to the next round right um but that also for me is uh as a a pretty cool thing because it was twenty thousand people there mm. you know what i mean and so out of these twenty thousand people like you know somebody was like oh well she's you know she's she's got something you know what i mean yeah. so that's a that's a it's that validation yeah. right yeah. like that that to go from 20,000 people to then being in the top 20 of those 20,000 people, mm. you know, it, some people can say that's like a, a, a sellout or like a cop out or a commercial way of, of, you know, trying to become an artist or whatever. But sure. I mean, I, I enjoyed the experience and, and made a lot of really great friends that are like phenomenal musicians and mm. artists, you know what yeah. I mean? So that I think was my biggest, like the best part of it for me. Mm. Um, you know, the, the exposure is, is cool. It is what it is. But I think that it was like adult summer camp. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like, we literally were like at band camp. That's what we used to call it. Cause mm. it was, I mean, we were literally just a bunch of people at a hotel 
singing and and writing yeah music all day Just for like a whole time. year yeah, yeah like it, you know because the process is long so i mean we were you know back and forth in each other's rooms and everybody is playing keys and playing the guitar and you know like creating projects and creating writing songs together so hmm. that i think um wow was really cool like they really yeah. foster like this really cool community yeah. um of of artists and and creatives hmm. so that was really special um and i'm still connected and, and close with a handful of the people that i was there with um you know and then it's it's also television and it's hollywood so there's that side which is you know you just get to see how things work you know what i mean there's a lot of yeah. this a lot of like cameras and all that stuff but that was for me that was like the least important you know what i mean like yeah. or the least exciting part right. of of that experience in that process um but yeah i mean it was it was cool you know it's been a few years it, it's been more than a few years now but you know i'm very grateful for for the the opportunity to you know present myself on such a a big stage a big platform yeah. you know what i mean that's that's pretty cool so where, where was that at what was the location um in la so oh, okay. i i auditioned I think I auditioned in Chicago twice because my family's there and I was mm. just there. Um, and then I drove to Houston and to Austin. Um, and I, I, the last time that I auditioned, I finally got a call back and, you know, you go through this whole process. And so, yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was fun, I mean, you know, it was a fun, it was a fun experience. Not, yeah. Not a lot of people get to say that they had that experience. Well, so, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? It's, well, it's and just that community aspect yeah. of because of, like what you said, it's like going into it. You had people I'm sure you you relied on and would right. use for performances. But to build a team of mm -hmm. people that have been in the trenches and like they they also have gaps in their knowledge. Correct. But they also have things that they, that they know that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're like, like in the same kind of life cycle or like age, it just it's, it's easy to exchange. And, mm hmm and to feel vibrant in that, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's one thing to like ask a teacher and to get some information to practice and do better. But mm -hmm. it's another thing when the, another practicing person is like right next to you. Right. Right. It's a total other thing when it's a room full of people right. all in that same yeah. headspace. Like, so we can all practice together and then like, yeah, do something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the think tank, like brain power that starts to really meld when everybody yeah. is willing to, you know, chuck in the, uh, their, their selves into mm -hmm. the pot. I mean, it's just, that, I don't know. I don't see how that couldn't jumpstart somebody yeah. inspired. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it definitely that, like I said, that was the most, that was the best part of it for me was mm. like, you know, literally walking down the hallway and you hear everything, everything. Like yeah. it was, it was summer camp. It was adult summer camp and it was really, really special. Well, that fosters such a, a, a firm, like appreciation for music too, mm -hmm. like, as a practice. Mm -hmm. Like not mm -hmm. just like, this is a, um, this is a nicety or this is something that my family does or just right. something I want to do because I've always seen myself doing this, but almost like a, re like a religion, like you're like, I got to practice this because this, this brings the vibrance out of me. This, Absolutely. this keeps me. You uh huh. Know? Yeah. It's and, the essence. Like yeah. it's the, 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 that is the, the essence of who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? At that point. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause I mean like, you know, like growing up, like I was raised on a lot of like 60s music and mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. tons of Motown but like a mm -hmm. lot of like Laurel Canyon stuff and so like when I got a little bit older and would read into it I mean like 
like that Laurel Canyon like scene or whatever. Always uh-huh. just like I always just thought it was like a crazy thing. Like it wasn't just like a, a jazz club and like right, all the best right. jazz cats would get together and of yeah. course like they would talk or judge each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they have like a, a city that was like expected or like full of artists and musicians yeah. and like you hear the stories of like you know so and so would just go over to. to uh, uh, Neil Young's place and then so they would go to go see Joni Mitchell or like right. whatever and there's all these people just cross pollinating mm-hmm, and mixing mm-hmm. sounds and 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 doing things that might have been offensive to people you know on the Better radio or like, yeah. we're, we're going electric and like what you know and just like uh, it just always I don't know it just always sounded like yeah like a think tank like just mm-hmm, like oh mm-hmm. man wouldn't it be great to like yeah like a camp but like an expanded community yeah, like everybody's yeah. in this like learning mode right. and like, they're all accepting of that mm-hmm, like, but also like speak kind of speak the same language right, right? so yeah. there's not like there's there's no judgment you know there's no like or there's a there's always that baseline like, mm-hmm, oh, we don't mm-hmm. have to talk about life man we're gonna talk we about know, this number we can, like, this we get yeah i heard your song and i know you can do this now listen yeah. to this and this is where we're going you think exactly. you can help me out with that I'm like, yeah. oh yeah you know sure. <laughs> let's do it yeah yeah that's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing yeah and whenever and yeah i mean like dallas is riddled with opportunities like that and community like that yeah we've been bringing up fernware i mean that's that's a great like networking opportunity Mm -hmm. all the different jams out here yeah that's what a lot of people will do when they're in town anyways Uh you know and and act will go play get that energy we're talking about that they can't drop where do we go yeah yeah you know let's go get it out of us yeah let's go with three links let's go whatever and hit the jam spots and they close us out Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah i don't know there's just that was um um RC at the Profit Bar, RC and the Grits. Like when when yeah. I was in, I was probably like a senior, and I used to sneak and go mm-hmm. to the Profit Bar and sign up for open mic. You know what nice. I mean? And that uh, was yeah. kind of like my first taste of performing in that capacity. Yeah. You know, because I had really only ever it was ever it was only ever choir or singing at church. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like to fe- have that experience of like what this like this is happening you know what i mean this is happening right and i grew up in the suburbs i grew up in north dallas so you know to come down here and and to experience this i was like what like this is a real thing like this is a whole yeah different world you know what i mean and and but it's an embracement like that's yeah absolutely yeah all about absolutely and so now to be able to be on the other side of it you know what i mean and like hosting a jam session and and you know like I was 16, 17, 18 years old watching RC play and now RC and I are playing together. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. the the way that if you continue to like put all of your energy and your time and your your love, like that's motivation, right? Like that's the inspiration that's to keep going. One of my is, favorite quotes is your focus becomes your reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that's from Star Wars, but it's a good oh, quote. <laughs> I, man, your focus experience. I've never, I've watched like half of one star. I've never seen Star Wars except for like half of one. That's not good, I know. But um <laughs> No comment. Yeah, it was and it was during COVID, which oh, I couldn't I just couldn't time. I know, but I couldn't <laughs> sit there. I think I started with the wrong one. So oh. I could I could like what who are these people? What's happening? Um but yeah, I mean your your focus becomes your reality. That's very real. Like I I mean I have I'm a testament to that. Like I, I never I never stopped except for during COVID. You know, I never really pursued anything else I never was like huh I wonder what would happen if I you know it's always been 
music in some capacity. I got mm. my yoga teacher training certification during COVID. Um, mm. And that was a, a, a new thing that I, I'm, I care a lot about healing. And, and that was a, a thing for me. I was dealing with depression. And so that was like a way for me to, you know, go to therapy without going to therapy. Um, so yoga has is, is another thing that I am very passionate about and, and believe in. Um, and so I actually have started to come up with ways to kind of like merge the music and the yoga and mm. those worlds together, um, you know, because music is also like the ultimate healer, right? So mm. if I can some kind of way bring yoga and music, my music, together um to be able to present you know healing in that way it's like a double you know a double win so hmm. that's something that i am kind of in the beginning stages of of working on some music that can be used in, in meditation classes and used nice. in yoga classes and you know yeah. just different um instrumentation with affirming words and and you know mm. things that people can listen to outside of just a song about love you know like right. what's what's a something else that we can we can sing about or or talk about or make music about that mm. can heal heal people you know oh yeah so that's that's it's interesting too when you get into like frequencies too man you start looking into like putting a synthesizer on the right frequency mm -hmm. and all of a sudden mm -hmm. they're like oh i feel really calm totally right different. yeah yeah the sound like and you know it, with yoga it's a lot of sound bowls and there's there's whole classes that it's a you know you lay there and it it's these bowls and they're all tuned yeah. different and and the it's radiating it's, a different yeah thing. and it's yeah. a very like not everybody you know it, it's not something you just go and like oh, i'm just gonna go buy some some sound bowls and start doing it, ding yeah. ding dinging around you know what i mean like it, it's it's very it has to be very intentional, right. you know, because you, you can figure out how to orchestrate it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, there's an interesting album I was recommended by a guest uh, a couple of months ago. Okay, that's kind of in the vein of that. Uh -huh. It's called uh, "Music for Psychedelic Therapy" uh -huh. by John Hopkins. Okay, and it it's kind of uses that uses fr healing frequencies uh -huh. Uh -huh. and specific like vocal range like tones, like, to, like binaural beats, and and is that in that lane? No, it's like no. I mean, kind of, yeah. Okay. Because he, because I guess he doesn't really speak much. It's mainly just a lot of tones. Tones, and, yeah. So. Uh huh. Yeah. But there's one. The last, the last track, I think, it says like something by the fire, lesson by the fire, and it's just like a, uh -huh. a clip of Ram Dass talking over some kind of sound. But it's uh -huh. just very, I don't know, just the way he's he's purposely composed it to mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. kind of relaxing and like that type of feeling. Yeah. And. uh it's one of those albums where I've only listened to it like as an album, so it's hard to like kind of like break it up. Separate but, it. Uh -huh. but it's definitely like a soundscape kind of experience mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. of thing where yeah, it puts you in that setting. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's um, that's what I'm working on now. So hmm. I've I've been um, playing with my my voice in a different way and like yes, it's an instrument, but like re you know creating a song with no instruments you right. know like just my voice and just different tones and sounds yeah. and you know like playing with that more um and, and it's been fun because it's that, interesting and making <laughs> that 
an objective is is interesting too because you'll really work up different styles mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. like one of my favorite artists is a uh, bonavir oh yeah oh and, yeah like, justin vernon i mean the way he alters his voice mm -hmm, or, yeah or there is it's only the voice in the song mm -hmm. there else, and it's mm -hmm. so strong yeah but it's 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 synthetically strong it's like they've built it into like a vocoder running through a synthesizer exactly so like eight vocals running uh -huh. at once, all different frequencies, and it stacks into yep. this really dynamic thing that's like super powerful. Yep, yep. Um, Imagine yeah, Heap was another one that, mm. that did that, you know, that like vocals, you know what I mean? It's all just like your voice and the way that you can use your voice as an instrument. And yeah. that's, that's, I was speaking to that earlier about like letting go of my ego, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like understanding that this is more than just words like mm -hmm. you know it, it it can i can experiment with my voice and experiment with sounds and and like you know that's that's just part of the the redefine and refine yeah at the same time. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's been fun I'm, I'm allowing myself to do it now instead of being like that's weird you know what i mean right, like that yeah. well you're a singer like just sing this or just you know just right. sing soul sing like, r&b sing the, my voice or like, right. i couldn't do that live so why exactly. would i do that yeah but yeah. you can right like, yeah. you absolutely can you yeah, know like uh, uh oh moses sumney that's another oh, one like oh my gosh like man it's the way that they he does the, the tones and the, the tones yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah 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 and you know like i even i think about like i can do voices like i i enjoy like doing you know accents and different voices mm -hmm. and tones and things mm -hmm. like that and mm -hmm. i have started to even when i'm singing to play with that you know what i mean like you said moses sumney like all of these these different like the range that you mm -hmm. can can reach is just it's a fun thing and to yeah. just have fun with it you know what i mean like at the end of the day it's like if you're not having fun doing that then yeah. there, it doesn't make sense to and sometimes even that, do it that's where like a really good producer will stoke an artist like really good because they have mm -hmm. all these ways to make you different and yeah you're like i just don't know i just want it to be weirder and you're yeah like, all right you give me your words and i'll turn it into action exactly <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, but that's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, there's I've got some, you know, I've been working really hard and and focusing a lot, you know. So I I um I'm excited for for the future and what I'm going to be able to to present to the world and to the to yeah. the music scene, the industry um soon. So, yeah. I'm excited too. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> you for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, I got to I'm um doing a so far sounds gig tonight and then um singing at revelers hall tomorrow and i'm doing the deep Ellum arts festival on sunday oh yeah yeah it's my first time oh yeah we chatted about that yeah it's my first time playing awesome um and you know deep Ellum arts festival they like are they are big on like original music mm. um and so like years ago i didn't really have anything to present as mm. you know as an original artist and i was like i mean i can it goes back to that like i can sing you know what i mean and it's like well yeah but what else you know what i mean yeah. so now i'm like so excited because i have myself to offer yeah. you know what i mean like i'm able to be like okay yeah i can do it like let, you know let's yeah. let's do it that's you me. know yeah <laughs> and you know it, it took some time but we're here now i'm here now and i'm i'm proud of myself and excited for you know what's to come with with my voice and not just like the sound but what i have to say yeah. you know what i mean absolutely yeah and 
the my how I can create and how I am a producer and, and all of those things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. It's thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Well, uh, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, you can find me on social media at Dana Harper Music. Um, you can find me if you're in Dallas, all around Dallas. Um, I perform all around. Um, I have a residency right now at Chocolate Secrets, just Chocolate and Wine Bar nice. um, in Dallas. Yeah. So that's like an acoustic duo. Um, looking to rework that in, in the coming months and kind of see how I can, you know, even maybe change that into more of a, a open mic, you know, or hosting, mm. uh, hosting other artists to come in and, you know, have their own set or do, do things um, of that nature. Shanice is working with me a lot on, um, you know, just some different options, just some different ways to, to create community and, and build community. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. My website is danaharpermusic.com. Um, and then I have, have some music online. I have some music on iTunes, um, Apple Music and Spotify, but the, my EP, my project that I'm really excited about, we're working on that. So, uh, end of spring, beginning of summer, we'll be rolling some, some new, new out, um, that I'm really excited about. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. Maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah. I would love that. 